The views and opinions expressed by the producers, hosts, and guests of Flash Black Radio do not necessarily represent the views and opinions of Flash Black or its parent company. Listener discretion is advised. It's ladies night, what? It must be Angie on the mic, the butter pee, honey, got the sugar, got the spice, roll the L's tight. Something, something, something. Yo, I just made this motherfucker up last night. Uh, welcome to Shit You Might Have Missed, uh, Flashback Radio, post-election edition. Yep. Instead of a blue wave, there was a bit of a pink wave or a rainbow because we had Magenta. a couple of different things yeah. going on there. Mm-hmm. So, um, yes, bringing in the show, me, T. Rich. Hey, T. Rich. Hi. Also joining me today is Miss K Savage. Hi, friends. How hey, you K doing? Savage. How are you? <sighs> I'm good. I'm alive. <laughs> That's always a good start. It is. And the man that brought us all together, Lee Bennett III, aka Da Vinci Parks. What's up, y'all? What's up? What's up? So. Let's just go ahead and talk a little bit about this election, um, which is still going on. Yeah. Although President Trump said, like, you know, they need to cut that shit out in Florida. <laughs> he did. Um, who was the other one? The the guy that responded to Obama that was really thirsty. Was that Marco Rubio? Was it? Mm-hmm. I think it was. He also said, like, you guys are trying to steal... This oh, he was thirsty. I don't. Yeah, he went in, 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 by yeah. counting all the votes. You need to just like stop. How do you steal an election by counting all the votes? Because and then how, how you assure the election? Hadn't thought of it yet. Oh. So, yeah, and I mean, it's all sorts of fuckery and shenanigans. I don't know how true these reports are, but they're finding provisional ballots and you know school storage rooms and the backs of the. Post office. I mean, they're just finding these provisional ballots all over the fucking place. What? Yeah, yeah. There, there are a lot of interesting uh, things I've been hearing about elections. Not just for the one that just passed, but for the upcoming elections. Um, I've, I've heard that Ivanka Trump has a patent on voting machines. In China. Yeah, well, you know, people manufacture shit and import it. I'm just saying, I mean, we know, like, you know, Halliburton, well, we don't know, but there was a thing saying that Halliburton had, like, you know, a whole slew of voting machines at one point. So, I mean, you know, I'm just, you know, just, you know, just taking notes. It's, it's been just so much fuckery. Uh, <laughs> a lot. But what state was that where 19 female black judges, black woman judges, how do you, yeah, black women judges were all on the ballot and all of them got... uh. Ooh. Elected. That was in Texas. That was in Texas? Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. That was and also the district attorney in, I want to say Dallas, is that where the white police officer accidentally walked into the wrong apartment yeah. and shot the resident? It was. So the district attorney there was actually a black woman, um, and she was a Republican. Mm-hmm. And also the police chief is a black woman, mm-hmm. and the district attorney was voted out. 
Mm. And her pre- the person who's coming in seceding her was like, yeah, you know, I'll have to look at all the specifics of the case, but just kind of like glancing at things, you know, it looks like charges need to be filed. Yeah. So, you but know, is- whoever walked into the wrong damn house and then pulled out their gun and shot somebody. Well, it's it's not just not just that. It's just like the more the facts came out, like one, it, it was it was clear that she had changed her statement at least once. Um, and you know, there's a lot of coaching that goes on after a police involved shooting. There there are scripts that are, you know, that are brought out and things. You know, that it, it's it's not the same um, amount of or or consideration provided to the average citizen that's provided to police officers after a shooting happens. Um, the fact that she was able to get trotted over days after the shooting to another uh, county to be booked and processed and then released as opposed to having, you know, it's just a lot, but um, yeah, she, uh, she changed her statement and apparently from what I've heard, um, listening to a lot of different uh, talk shows with regard to the way those doors are, they don't just like, they, they, they close shut. So it's not one of those things like, Oh, it's one of those like, the door was a jar type deal. Open. Yeah, right. it doesn't prop open. It is it's designed to close shut for security. And there was there were two people in that hallway on that floor who heard someone in the hallway say, Open the door. So the idea that, you know, she like because at the end of the day, like, you know, if you walk into the house or whatever, that's one thing. But she didn't walk into the house. He probably answered the door after she said open the door. I'm pretty sure that they had some sort of like familiarity with each other. Uh, and uh, yeah, she aired them out. So I just, I just think uh, that was a personal relationship of some sort. And I think it just, it just went the wrong way. That's what I think. But you know, that's for, that's for, uh, you know, investigators and all that other stuff to bring to light. It's just... But I say all that to say that it, you know, it's on the surface, it looks great that there are these 19 black women, um, who are voted in. They still got to do something, though. But you don't know what you vote in. Right. You know, they black, got, but... Yeah. You still got to... All your scam folk ain't your can vote. Yeah, and, and uh, something I would like to point out with that is, is um, as somebody who unfortunately has been to a marriage or divorce proceeding or two to support, you know, friends and or family... Um, <laughs> judicial bias is real. You know what I'm saying? Before you even get, we've all heard of jury bias and all that stuff, but judicial bias is real too. At the end of the day, they're all people. They just have the ability to actually affect what happens in your life a hell of a lot more than the average Joe. So my hope is that they're balanced and fair individuals, but we won't know until they actually start hearing cases and see what type of track record they, they start to develop as judges. Um, but that's a lot of people to follow and that's not my state. So I can't guarantee that. But if y'all want to keep up and then let us know, be more than happy to listen. Yeah. So that was what happened in Texas. There was also, um, gosh, it was all over. There was, hold on. Let me pull up people's names so I don't fuck it up. That's cool. (laughs) In Massachusetts, was that Ayana? Help me out, people. If I was if I was looking at your list, I would try to help, but I don't have well, a list. <laughs> Text me a list. Send it to me. I look at it. I'm not looking at a list. I'm looking at the computer. Okay. Sorry. It's all good. Um. So we had a, a 
our first black congresswomen in a couple of states. I want to say Connecticut, Massachusetts. Um, I think there were two Native Americans mm-hmm. who were elected. Um, oh, girl got booted though. Out one of, of the Alaska, Native people. Though, right? I think one of the Native people is also uh, queer. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Um, we got some Muslim people that got um, voted in too. Some Muslim women that got voted in too. There were some Muslim mm-hmm. women um, from New York, uh, the the youngest. Ocasio-Cortez? Yes, mm-hmm. who also made news because she's like, hey, this is great, but now I have to find a place in D.C. And the rent is high. And I was, I was broke. poor <laughs> and I am trying to figure out how to maintain a residence in my home state as well as in DC. That's and real talk. it's very real talk. Right. And since, you know, they don't get sworn in until January, it's like, okay, so well, right. this is great, but you don't get paid for three months. So, you know, figure that out. But meanwhile, in those three months, you have to still like hit the ground because you have to start like hiring your staff. And, Mm -hmm. you know, there are things that take place before this swearing in ceremony. And Fox News found it hilarious Hilarious. that like, oh, wow, you you're so poor. You can't afford to maintain residences in two states. Like, oh wow, that's so sad. So a lot sad. Of can't afford to maintain residence in one state. I mean, in DC, it's high as hell. Yeah. It's uh, like it's probably like third or fourth highest in, in the nation. Yes, mm-hmm. we know there's California. We know that there's New York. So I would probably say it's probably like DC and Virginia, probably like third or fourth on that list. Uh, yeah. So trying to maintain a residence in D.C. and New York. Yeah. And them taxes, though? Like, come on. Them taxes, though. Bruh. <laughs> like, well, my question is, because she ran as a Democrat, right? Nah. Yeah, but she's like super, yeah. She. No, no. But she ran as a Democrat. I believe so, so yes. My question to the Democratic Party and, you know what I'm saying, all the money that they raise is, why can't we, you know... Get old girl, you know what I'm saying? A little apartment for three months, and 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 I'm so serious because can you like, do? I mean, that might be a know, violation of how, how in terms of how the, the funds are raised. That could be a violation for using them for personal use, though. So that could be the thing. They spend all the money on Donna Brazil's makeover. I feel like they need to actually That's have right. one. One of the things that they need to have is a house. <laughs> they need to have a house that allows people to come and transition nah, into that's a TV the show. City. And but uh, but I feel like but I feel like there has to be a way around this, and this needs to be something that people should actually be thinking about because like we are raising what thirty five, forty, fifty, sixty million dollars to elect people in one particular state, and like you know what I'm saying, like they've they've spent hundreds of millions, if not billions, on races all around the country. Meanwhile, homeless people still homeless. You know what I'm saying. Food insufficient people, because you know what I'm saying, we don't like to say hungry in this country, but food insufficient people still hungry. I mean, I just, I don't, I'm, I'd be so confused at how we don't have money to do a whole bunch of things, but we got a bunch of money to win races. I just, I don't understand. Mm-hmm. And we got a whole bunch of money to run, you know, commercials, but I don't really see anything where we are actually supporting 
candidates as the human beings that they are as they go about living their lives. Well, I think she made a very good point in saying that, like, this is why Poor our people. elected officials look the way they look because the system is stacked in such a way that in order to like be able to do this job, you have to have some means because again, trying to like maintain two separate households, I mean, it's expensive as hell. Mm -hmm. And so this is how the system is just like set up to say like, no poor people. We don't want you here. Stay wherever you are. Um, Jose Andres, who is a, um, restaurateur in dc he's got a bunch of restaurants in dc mm -hmm. he also has some restaurants in some other places but he is also uh, very trump opposed mm -hmm. and <laughs> that's i think that's probably putting it mildly <laughs> but he was like look girl um you need a place come crash you Good. can come crash you always got a bed, you got a shower, and you got a seat at the table. I was like, oh, and you can't go through. Thank you. Thank you. Because, like, I just feel like, where where are all these people stepping up? Because I saw, you know, in, in my news feed that she, you know, had made this tweet and that Fox had jumped on it. But I didn't see any follow-up where people were like, you know, oh, boo-boo, you could come stay here. We'll feed you. We'll do this. We'll do that. Like, I, I didn't see any of that. And I just felt like, you know... The political class, I just, what good are they? Yeah, so it was, you know, there were some changes that happened on Tuesday. Uh, probably not as significant as the Democratic Party and um, people with good common sense would have wanted. But, <laughs> you know, sometimes these things take a little while. So we have a good start. I'm, I was glad to see that there was, as... Um, as many people that went out and voted in the midterms, oh, yeah. also what I call the unsexy election, as mm -hmm. they did. Um, so I think we're starting, hopefully we're starting to turn a good tide here. You got to remember that there's got to be every election, though. can't be like you take one off and then go back in for the big one and then take another one off. And I'm saying that, to be honest, because, like, you know, up until I say, like, maybe 2008, I wasn't, the, I would vote during the major quote unquote elections, but I wasn't really paying attention. And and I also I think I, I was, I'm spoiled because I live in Maryland and it's heavily democratic. It's heavily blue. So we're gonna have Democrats no matter what. And well, but they also reelected a Republican governor. They did. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. They. Yeah, yeah. I, well I would say we, but I didn't vote for him. No, I didn't. Um, <laughs> they <laughs> I'm not I'm not mad at Hogan though. You know what I'm saying? Like See, I, and I think that's why he won. Yeah, yeah. I'm not yeah, like, I'm not mad. I didn't vote for him. I voted for jealous, just to be clear, but I think it was like, eh, you know, he hasn't done anything too, too horrible and he's okay, palatable enough where it's like, eh, maybe we don't get I'm any changes. I'm pretty sure he captures the church crowd. What'd you say? I'm pretty sure he captures the church crowd. Well, um, somebody also made a, um, at my job, made a very good point. Uh, and he was saying uh, essentially that we also have to keep in mind that this is still a very democratically uh, held like a uh, state legislature that he has to deal with. So he has no choice but to be amicable because at the end of the day, his legislative body um, for the state of Maryland is still going to be Democrat, even if he's a Republican governor. 
Mm-hmm. No, we don't know how it'd be if it were, you know, a Republican legislature and Larry Hogan as a Republican governor. We don't know. Probably Larry some Hogan would be the Republican governor if they had a Republican legislature because he would be too civil. Well, I don't. Well, we don't know. I mean, because it's, it's no, like, no, we we do because like that would indicate that it was a red leaning state, and we see what they do. Yeah. What's that? My mother. Oh. And hey, uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's stupid. <laughs> uh, moving quite along, unless you guys want to continue. I mean, we could talk about Gillum. Like, Gillum conceding and then unconceding. And then pull that back. Yeah, yeah. And then Abrams was like, fuck that. Why should I? Like, now, nah, why? Okay, so we should talk about the Stacey Abrams thing. If for no other reason. Then the dude who was running against her, Kemp. So let's just kind of give a bit of a recap. So yeah. Stacey Abrams ran against Kemp in Georgia. Mm-hmm, for the governorship. Um, Kemp was also the Secretary of State, and he was over the elections. Overseeing uh, the elections. And, and he was doing a bunch of dumb shit like removing people from removing the Removing power cords. Um, yeah, taking people off of the, the voting 50 roster. 50 plus thousand people just removed from the voting roster. And, you know, people would show up in, in the counties that were minority, mostly minority populated. They would show up and it would be something like, you know, 10 voting machines or something. There's the exact um, law exact idea law that they have in um, Georgia. I'm just trying to add it. Right, right, right. No, of course. Um, exact law ID in terms of like if your name doesn't exactly match, which is on your ID um, on the rolls or whatever, then they won't they will give you hardship in terms of trying to vote. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just a lot of things that he instituted to help him ensure and his 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 uh his his win. All, and that all. actually happened to a friend of mine. Like there is her name is spelled I'm just gonna make something up because her business is her business. Right. Um her name is spelled like R O, but on whatever they had on the um voter registration it was R A. Mm. And they're like, oh yeah, sorry. No. Mm-hmm. So she wasn't able to vote. Um, it is. So the so L thing. They went through sorry. all of that. Um, all of this voter suppression, all of these tactics that they went through, and if you are, if you don't win, help me. If this, if you don't win by what fifty one percent, something like that. Yeah, you have to win a minimum of fifty one percent of the votes, or you get an automatic recount. Mm-hmm. And so. You know, you when know, it was coming down to it. it runoff. Yes, that's yes, what yes. Ultimate, yeah, that's what ultimately say it's going to be. Yeah. And so when it was coming down to the wire, you know, Kemp was like, oh, you should just concede. And Stacey Abrams was like, huh, <laughs> she haven't been seeing any numbers. That's going to do. Yeah, yeah. She, they never gave her any numbers. Anything. They were giving him numbers, but not her, because those were his people overseeing the elections. So. She's like, nah, uh, I will not. And she still has not. So the ill thing is, the election was last Tuesday. On Wednesday, he says, we all know that I won. And as such, at 11.59 a.m., effectively, I'm stepping down as Secretary of State. So basically, he stayed in that position only to ensure that he could fuck over that election process. Mm-hmm. Politics, which, ladies and gentlemen, that's why I don't like him. Which is still going on. Um, in Florida... Um, Andrew Gillum, he actually did concede. Why? I don't know. 
He unconceded though, so. I don't know why he conceded in the first place. I don't understand why he conceded because it looked like he was demand he was going to officially need a recount. Mm-hmm. So because they were well within, I think I think Florida needed like 0.5% mm-hmm. um or something like that. And they were at like 0.25 or something like that when I was reading. And this was like last week, like maybe Thursday or Friday or something like that. So I'm 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 so confused, Andrew. What happened? No, I mean they're still they're still they're still counting the vote. So but he needed a recount. So he's still gonna get that though. No, but what I'm saying is if you're due an automatic recount, dude, I'm gonna need two recounts to have going down before I can see anything. Mm And if there's funny business going on and you got lawsuits going on, I'm not conceding a motherfucking thing till everything is all said and done. I can't. Because we see what happened to Al Gore. Oh, that. Right. Yeah, the, like the that happened in Florida. Oh, wait. Al Gore ultimately was <laughs> that bad. he conceded. If I was Al Gore, I'd still be looking at motherfuckers like, mm, Florida. No, right. right. <laughs> we, we still in Florida, right? <laughs> there's an asterisk next to that 44. Or my fault. 43. 43 yeah. That's how I'd be feeling if I was Al Gore. So I really don't understand Andrew Gillum. Ten years later with the same problem and you owe the automatic recount and you conceding, nigga, what? I'm like, who's advising you? See, Why should you doing that make you think like you you are you are you really fit for <laughs> like most children would not have conceded. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Like, let me see everything. So then after you know, some of the numbers came out more publicly. He was like, oh, actually, I know I said that I was done, but no, no I'm, no I'm going to take backsies. that back. That's what Rhonda says. I know you said that, but no take backsies. Right. <laughs> and so now um, Trump and a few other people of the Red Party are like, oh, you guys are trying to steal this election. and This is wrong and blah, blah, blah. But Nobody's talked about the caravan anymore, so, you know. Oh, it, it served its purpose. There is that. Um, speaking of other elect- electoral fuck shit, Kentucky and West Virginia, uh, on their ballot, they banned abortion. Oh, did so, they? Yeah. Hmm. I did not hear that. They they took a vote on it. That was on the ballot, and the people voted to, to ban abortions in that state. Well, mm. that's a done deal. Let's mm. watch the dominoes fall. Let's see bitches die, you know what I'm saying, and bleed out and have all kinds of things happen. So wait a minute. You know what the biggest travesty is going to be? The biggest travesty of all of this is that we have watched the dominoes fall because it's going to go to the Supreme Court. We already know how that's going to be decided because between Clarence and Britt, it's a done deal. Um, Women in states that ban abortions, who give themselves abortions, who end up in hospitals owned by religious institutions. That is going to be the motherfucking travesty. Yeah, it's a whole mess. I mean, (laughs) West Virginia has some problems from just from what I recall reading. They got a couple issues. So the idea that people would overwhelmingly, and again, I don't know, I don't know who, I don't know what the turnout was there. Because mm-hmm. um, also West Virginia and, you know, if you've ever been to West Virginia, 
and shit is spread out. And it's not like the richest state in the union. Pill mills, meth labs, you know what I'm saying? And black lung disease. Mm-hmm. Did I miss something? Moonshine. Maybe some off-track betting? I think you got most of it, yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, I, I think that's like, you know, the 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 ugly side of it. I mean, there's there's good sides to every place. I'm not familiar with West Virginia, so I really can't cape for it. But I mean, you know, I don't want to. I'm pretty sure that it's underpopulated and they are at the bottom of the fifth quintile of most of the, you know, outcomes that you would want to have be in the uppermost. What is a quintile? I tell you, y'all like upper educated. Well, there was a whole like series in the Washington Post a few months ago about um, some of the issues that plague West Virginia. And uh, most of it was what Christie laid out, uh, pill mills and meth and black lung. And so it's like, you know, people just have this, the people that they spoke to in this article this is not every single person in west virginia don't mm-hmm. come for me don't at me um <laughs> but you know there's a, a a high majority of people there that it's like okay i can't work because they they closed down the mill and even though like you know the, the coal mines or whatever and it's like you know that shit ain't good for you but it's like hey this is that's what we know like, so we let me go do drugs and then every well a large number of people are on social security and you know, they, when that runs out, then they like go into the Hills and they're like trying to pick herbs and go sell that. And it was a a whole thing about like, you know, and a lot of the reinvestment that people, that politicians have tried to bring to the area and even companies for that matter have all been killed by coal lobbyists. And the saddest thing about West Virginia and coal that everybody needs to know and remember is that coal is not the leading industry in West Virginia. Coal it? no longer dominates the economy. It just dominates the political landscape. Yeah. And so that's why there's nothing but pill mills and meth labs and, you know, like black lung disease, you know, that that define the state. Because the reality is there is so little investment that is allowed to actually happen because the political landscape is dominated by an industry that not only is dying, you know what I'm saying, but is not ever going to come back no matter what Donald Trump does, because it is just better profits to burn anything but coal in this country to produce energy well i don't think that even is really a part of it i just think like a lot what's happening is is becoming largely automated it's like the trucking industry is like okay no there's there's the automation part of it but the other reality is that we're not building any more coal-fired power plants in this country because natural gas and nuclear are cheap oh i'm not disagreeing with that but at the end of the day people don't Right. No, even though we haven't haven't had any new nuclear plants in a while, you know what I'm saying? The reality is it's it, people are paying to convert to natural gas, even currently coal fire plants, because it's just cheaper. Oh, and I'm, I'm not disagreeing with that. It's a great talking point, though. No, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not disagreeing with that. All I was all I was saying is that at the end of the day, because it was a source of money and a lot of times when people are in oil, they're generationally in oil. If you're in coal, you're probably in coal genera- generationally going back a few like lines. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So those people don't want to give up their that 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 source of income because that's again what they know. 
So well, and not only of- that, but 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 coal miners, because we have to think about the fact that you know coal mines are big, huge, vast swaths of land. You know, not just deep, but also wide. That those people are effectively land rich. You know, like I'm sure people who own coal mines, whether they be companies or individuals, you know, own probably large chunks of you know West Virginia. Um, but yeah. the other reality is that. We can't, you know, build big mansions because, you know, while we were so busy trying to get everything deregulated so we could just, you know, have all of this pollution spew everywhere and, you know, blast the tops off of mountains because we no longer want to dig down. We just want to, you know, like turn mountaintops into soccer fields because, you know, it's easier to get at the coal that way. You know, they've so degraded the landscape like that there's a lot of environmental you know, remediation that needs to be done. And I think that the saddest part about all of this, you know, and cold dominance in West Virginia and probably also Kentucky um, as well is the fact that it is an industry that does not support the state economically. It is not, you know, a profit leader. And on top of all that, what it is at this point is a huge loss leader because it is a huge source of current new pollution, future pollution and past pollution that has just seeped deep down into the groundwater, into the soil. And so people are drinking contaminated water. You know, they're breathing contaminated air. They're living and they're killing their workforce with contaminated dirt. Right, exactly. And that's why I think that, you know, I, I think it's important to mention black lung, not just because, you know, it is, you know, what, you know, it it it's it, it, it symbolizes or represents coal, but also because the consequences of coal far outweigh any profit that coal has to bring um, to the table anymore. So here's what I will say. Um, And I believe I've read this on Sunday, but I think that West Virginia, West Virginia is one of the states that legalized marijuana. Well, and I'm sure that it's an attempt to one, get revenue in Two, they're probably hoping that like Colorado, because they are really suffering from the opiate epidemic, that um, they will probably, you know, lose some people, you know, like like decrease some of their opiate addicted population because, you know, they may be able and willing to switch over to marijuana. So, you know, there's the income that's coming in. There's the hope that maybe it'll let people switch from heroin to marijuana after you like, does that happen? I can't say that I know that anybody who has, but what we know from Colorado is that opiate prescriptions are down and marijuana consumption is up. I can dig it. Um, That's what we know. Colorado's also got one of the highest suicide rates and depression rates in the country on another Well, Uh, I'm pretty sure that the people in West Virginia are some of the primary people who are dying of despair. uh, I, I don't know. Uh, I mean, what I would say, the reason why I brought the marijuana thing is I believe because there's so much raw land, there's a lot of trees. And that was one of the things that happened for years and still happens, actually, in uh, West Virginia is people like I made the moonshine comment, but it's actually not a joke. People still have places where they like secretly distill moonshine Mm -hmm. and it's like covered areas and they try to find where the moonshine is and all that good stuff or whatever. I'm pretty sure, and I think the same thing with poppies. So they do the same thing with poppies and all that. So I think what will happen is, like, as marijuana gets, you know, pushed across the country, 
and people are going to want to control it. There's all this untapped raw land in West Virginia, and those people who have been working the land for generations, as I was saying earlier, who've been in land for generations, will, will start to make profits off of it. And, you know, well, I know when I was in high school, Pennsylvania, Ohio, West Virginia, Kentucky, their largest cash crops were marijuana. So I can only imagine what they are now just with, you know, dispensaries and a lot more people just being open to it. So, I mean, why not legalize what you're, you know, low key, not really prosecuting people for anyway? Yeah, I mean, I saw justified. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't come for me. OK, I've only rolled through West Virginia, but yeah, I've, I I've been there once or twice or thrice, if you will. Um, I've been there a few times. It's moderately enjoyable. I wasn't mad at. I it. went zip lining there. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm just that- saying, like you know, I'm not. I wasn't mad at it. So I don't have anything, any bad. Like, well, no, there was one time it was some modest, uh, you know, moderate, not modest, but moderate racism that was encountered. Oh, yeah, I don't think I don't think it was more any more aggressive than racism that I might have encountered, you know, up north or like you know west. <laughs> like I think it was just. You know, you're running about racism. Like, oh, I'm currently in one of the most segregated areas of the country, so you know, well above the Mason-Dixon line. You in America? I mean, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm in Quaker territory. I'm in Pennsylvania. Philadelphia you in, you is in like America, America. Fourth, but Philadelphia is like the fourth most segregated city in the country. I feel like everybody says that about their about their city. No, this is like really I know. I know you. I know you will say that that that's real. Yeah. But I feel like I've heard that said by so many people. Like, yo, Chicago. Yeah. I this think city, if I remember correctly, we're not four anymore. We're six, but <laughs> I feel like when you go to Philly, when you go to Philly, like you can feel it. The racism, the segregation, yeah. the blue collarness. What what? What what can you feel? The aggression of it all. Yeah. You feel the heart of Eagles territory, just you know, all that rage that comes, yeah. I was on the train today. I would like this edited out of the conversation. Which part? I'm trying to figure out like where we're going back to. Uh, we, we were talking. Before we were talking about segregated cities and, and racism. And yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I also would say West Virginia. I, I could say this. Um David, I, I don't want to say is is Ojeto Ojeto. I don't know. Is, is a he's a um, ex military. Uh, he ran for a congressional seat, I think, in the third district of West Virginia and lost. But he also caused a thirty one point shift back towards Democrats, um, where yeah. Trump won heavily. Um, so he's he's gonna he's he's very much against Trump. He said he supported Trump uh, in twenty sixteen. But he did it because he felt like the 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 Democrats were supposed to represent the little guy and weren't representing the little guy. And for some reason, he thought Trump would, but he's definitely uh, not disillusioned on that. And he's he's very much anti-Trump. And Trump campaigned against him for his uh, his opponent and whatever. That's probably what helped him lose. But he just announced his candidacy. Um, I think he looks the right type of crazy to maybe get some traction. So I was just throwing it out there. Oh my uh, God. Go ahead. What happened? Stanley died. Yeah, I know. I was going to wait yeah. to say that towards the end. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to uh, wait to the end to say that. Now that you mentioned it. <laughs> I was going to say that. 
at the end too, but now, now that we're you now know, that you mentioned it, so I I just want I just want to say something real quick. All right, so there are very few people from my childhood that had more of an impact on me that was not inside my personal life than one Stanley. Uh, the dude like was a true hero and champion for me. Uh, like my imagination was allowed to flourish because of a lot of stuff that he did with Marvel comics and the characters that he created and co-created. Um, I don't think I need to run down his resume, but um, I am, I am truly saddened at this, at, at his passing, but um, I kind of sense that the end was coming clear, uh, close. So I just want to send a, a send a, a rest in peace to one Stan Lee and uh, yeah, yeah, man. I just want to say thank you for all you've done. Good sir. I appreciate you. Yeah. It's going to be weird. Not seeing a random Stanley pop Cameo, in. Yeah. 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 It was and you if you notice his cameos were getting shorter and shorter when he was doing his his appearances. It's like and they were very short cameos before. It's like, okay, he might have a few lines, maybe like fifteen, like the one like the one he was in uh Iron Man. He was like in there. Like, you know what I'm saying? He was he was comfortable. You know what I'm saying? And then like, you know, and like the last one I think was the the uh Infinity War when he was the school bus driver, it was a super mm-hmm. fast cameo. And uh, I just think uh, you know, between that and the pneumonia and the financial st- stuff that was going on, people trying to defraud him and out and he it. was old. And he was old, yeah. On top of that, you know. 95. Yeah, yeah. But uh He was really old. Yeah, ninety five. Yeah. But he lived an incredible life and you know, somebody being able to be a, a kid virtually his entire life. It's pretty fucking awesome. So uh I, I salute that dude for being able to like literally stay young for you know ninety five years, and I think that's probably what allowed him to stay stay around as long as he did. So shout out to Stanley. Also, sorry, also making news. Get it all. Get it all. <laughs> oh, wait, Get all the Ojeda, Ojeda's gonna run for president. I don't know how I feel about that. Uh, that's 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 what I I literally. <laughs> I literally had like a five. <laughs> I know, but you were saying that and I was scrolling and I said Stan Lee died. And so like we didn't really follow up with it. But like follow I up. I had a whole thing on it. But okay. Yeah. Yeah. This will be just funnier later on. Okay. All right. Wow. Okay. Oh, I don't I don't think I could vote for him. I don't think you'll have to. I, I think he'll I think he'll get enough traction to to drive the crazy bus. But I don't know. I, I'm still thinking that somebody from the old guard is going to try to run. I think Bernie might try to run again. I said Biden the day that Trump was uh, nominated. I'm not interested. I'm not in saying you're interested. I'm just saying who's going to likely come out of the woodwork. I don't want another fucking baby boomer president. Because I think Biden sat by. It's like, all right, I'm going to let Hillary do her thing. I got this whole thing. My son just passed and I'm not really worried about it. And I'm saying, I- but. That whole generation has officially been retired from working public life. No, it hasn't. Not as long as Mitch McConnell's punk ass is in there. That motherfucker. Oh, let's talk about Jeff Sessions. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about Jeff Sessions resigning the day after. Is it really a resignation? No, No, it was a firing, but like they allowed it to say it was a it was a resignation. He was fired. Fuck that. Fuck that. Anybody says I'm resigning at the request of my boss got fired and what he needs to say is i got i got fired but i'm gonna get a plan you know what i'm saying exactly like you know what i'm saying toodles he got that omarosa deal with that <laughs> did he get the omarosa deal yeah i'm pretty sure he got i'm pretty sure he got some walking paper 
Not the type you roll up. Yeah, yeah, no, nah, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure they, they, you know. I'm pretty Hey, Jeff Sessions probably knew what it was before he walked in. I don't think he, I don't think anybody who's going into this situation with Donald Trump is, has any, like, you know, stars in their eyes at this point. Because we, we were, it wasn't that long ago when we couldn't even keep up with the amount of people who were getting booted from the White House, either through resignation or they're just outright getting fired. Remember, like, almost every Friday, somebody was getting right. fired. I, I feel was like, like oh, like, still, who got bodied today? Like, I feel like we still can't. It's just that now it's just the little people who got, you know, no, no, no press names being fired because, like, I can't imagine that the average run of the average run-of-the-mill White House staffer is longer than six months. So, I mean, it's generally a couple of years at the most. Um, and by the time the president starts to kind of gear up for this re-election cycle, people are like, okay, this is all that I can do. So between like, but there are people you know, who staying a little on, bit. Like through administ- administrations and previous administrations. Like Cal- I didn't say everybody. Oh, okay. I mean, I'm not talking oh, about West Virginia. I'm just saying like generally. Okay. Because of just like the demands on a regular White House. I don't I don't know about this. <laughs> this fuck shit that's going on now. But like generally, this is a time when you see a, a, a lot more turnovers um, of people like leaving and going on and doing some other things. And because you really want to have whoever's going to be in place about 18 months out before the election, because you want to have that that base established. So. Eh, and on the one hand, it wasn't surprising that Jeff Sessions is gone. But on the other hand, like, again, dude, you can't call it a resignation when you put in your resignation letter. Like, I'm quitting because you said to quit. Like, that's what? You missed, he was saying that for a minute, though. He was, he was he was trying to punk Jeff out of that job for a minute. What I just think is dubious is the fact that, dude, we look at this like this is literally the day after you lose figurative and literal control of the house. <laughs> that mm-hmm. you ask this man or you fire this man, you know, because like it's like okay, well now that these these Democrats finally got some power that they can actually start exerting or whatever, and they're gonna start you know subpoenaing and shit because you know that's what Maxine Waters gonna do with like financial um, ways and means. She has the power to subpoena, so now she can get taxes and shit like that. Elijah Cummings is ahead of his ahead of ahead of his uh, his committee now, so there's a lot of pressure they can put on. Uh, you know, p- different uh, people in the staff to start getting things to move along. So yeah, I'm like so now sad. I want, huh? I'm so sad. For 30 seconds, I just wished Kamala Harris was a congressman and not a senator. Uh-huh. <laughs> Meanwhile, your president is spending his time trolling California because it's on fire, and it's like if y'all would just take better care of the forest, none of this shit would be happening. Right. And while he's trolling California, the French military is trolling him. Oh, girl, aren't they? (laughs) Wasteful spending. I was like, I love some shade. Apparently, I really love French shade because they they are really just like coming for him. And I live. Macron was like, look, let me just let you know where I firmly stand. Patriotism is not nationalism. Um, We're going to Posting up pictures of like soldiers in the rain and yeah, let's talk about that soldiers in the rain thing. You want to talk about that right quick? He was supposed to go to um, was it the World War One or World World War One World War One Memorial? But then it was like, oh gosh, guys, it's raining like really hard. 
Um, and I was going to like take a helicopter, but they tell me there's like no visibility. So actually I can't make it. So you guys just go ahead without me, go on without me. And yeah. So the French have been, I mean, the French are already shady people just when they wake up and breathe. They have been having a field day with it. Of course, Pete Souza, who was a photographer um, when Obama was in the White House, who has a whole book called, like, Shade, where he just, like, posts pictures of, and even on his Instagram, his Instagram is, like, curated so that whatever fuck shit Trump has done in the news that day, he'll post a picture of Obama doing the exact opposite. So he posted a picture of Obama like at one of the memorials in the pouring rain. Um, and yeah. Just want to point out that um, President Trump, because that's what y'all call him. And that's what y'all made him. Um, you know or as Pete Sousa refers to him, uh, 46 minus one. <laughs> <laughs> So I just want to point out that this is the guy that you guys backed because he was so into the military and so about that military life or whatever. And the same guy that got a Purple Heart given to him by somebody who uh, uh, somebody gave him a Purple Heart. His response was, I always wanted one of these, but I never want to actually go out and get it. Or, you know, this is the same guy who wants to get on NFL owners, you know, about their kneeling players, but he can't, you know, take a helicopter ride. I'm just saying. Or the same one who just, again, like, okay, California is on fire from the tippy top to the biggie bottom. And, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like when, people are like legit dying, yo. Yeah. yeah, yeah people it's are like, like it's dying not like the, yeah. in their cars trying to evacuate. Like, people are like, you know, my house is completely gone. There's a whole city that used to be a sundown city until very recently. So I don't know how sad I feel about it, but paradise completely gone. And like when people are posting videos online about them literally driving through hell and fire to like get out alive and the shit looks scary as fuck. And Man, meanwhile, it don't look real. It looked like a movie. It looks like a movie. And yeah. then you see it and it's like, okay, there's literally fire all around you. Like, what the hell? And, you know, this guy is just like, oh, well, actually what I'm going to do is withhold funds from California because... They don't vote the right way. You guys aren't taking care of the forest. Y'all don't this vote the why... right way. Exactly. This is why y'all got this shit happening. Because y'all don't vote the right way. Pun because intended. you don't take care of the forest. And I give you all this money and you do nothing with it. You just let in all these Mexicans and who's taking care of the forest? Because you don't vote the right way. Never mind the fact that, you know what I'm saying, we don't starve park services and park services and the Department of the Interior are responsible for a good percentage of this land that is on fire. And if not the actual land, the land that's adjacent to it where fire started and it hasn't been able to be taken care of or properly stewarded. So, you know, they've been dipping to that since the Reagan administration too. Hmm? Right. They've been dipping to that since Reagan's administration. Because because who cares about parks? Never mind. Fatty Roosevelt. Smoke of the Bear says only you can prevent forest fires. Right. Um, meanwhile, the <laughs> uh, 
fire season in California is essentially like year round now because climate change and drought and that's a Chinese conspiracy hole. What you talking about? <laughs> they don't vote the right way. Clearly, God is punishing them. <laughs> clearly, clearly, because God is Republican. Um, bless them. Well, um, mm-hmm. yeah. So, damn. I mean, oh my God. I was trying to think where to go. So. <laughs> There was like a really fucked up story. Obviously, there was another mass shooting because America. Um, the one in California. California. Yeah. 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 Oh, oh, they're all woman hating white men. Um, but like one thing that stood out, like one of the, I think she was a parent of one of the men killed. He survived the shooting in Las Vegas, and ended up dying in this shooting in California. Um, and she was just calling again, like common sense people do for gun control, because now the, of course, the picture they're trying to paint is that this shooter, he was in the military and he was suffering from PTSD and he has some mental health issues. And so obviously he had to go kill a shitload of people. Um, and if you do a not even deep Google search on mental health and violence, or even if you want to compare like the United States to the rest of the world, dude, shit is like amazingly fucked up when you compare it to other not third world countries. I think we're developing countries. Yeah, we are. Closer in the list to like, oh, I can't remember, like Trinidad and Tobago and not even like Iran and Pakistan, uh, Honduras, Ecuador. We're closer to those places than like Canada and France and other countries that we historically are supposed to look like. But we don't need gun control. I'm sure there's probably going to be another one in the next couple of days. On to happier pastures. Gabrielle Union and Dwayne Wade, a.k.a. Dwayne Wade, <laughs> a.k.a. Dwayne misspelled. Um, they had a baby. Did uh, they? Did she actually? She, she was pregnant? I thought she had difficulty. Huh? They had a surrogate. Okay. So she posted some pictures. Um, because as you pointed out, Lee, and if anyone has read her book or heard her, you know, have a conversation, because obviously once a woman gets pregnant, I mean, once a woman gets married, the first thing they want to ask you is like, oh, when's the baby's coming? Um, so she opened up about the difficulty she had been having with conceiving and carrying. And, um, obviously they didn't really share any pictures of the baby, but just showed like this tiny human wrapped up in blankets and because people are trash of course people had to attack her in some way but instead of focusing on that we're going to focus on the happy um michelle obama has a book coming out tomorrow and she also has been talking in the news about how she had to go through ivf when they were trying to conceive sasha 
So this just brings up, I mean, I feel like a lot of the conversations around conception issues in black women um, don't happen. Yeah. They're very hush hush. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, these things are widely discussed with white amongst white women and it's a well-known thing, but like these conversations rarely happen. And I don't know. I mean, there's a, a, probably a whole bunch of stuff that could go into it, but also I feel like I'm dominating this conversation right now. Well, I think that, I think that, I don't know, but I can just imagine that in the mainstream media, there's no focus on women of color having fertility issues because I think the assumption by, you know, the mainstream media, mm-hmm. white people, as Megan uh, Kelly has proven to us with her Santa Claus and Jesus or whiteness, is that I think they probably think that we just get pregnant like nothing, you know what I'm saying? And so, you know. Welfare queens. Right, right. right. That, you just look at them and we get pregnant. Right. I think they probably assume that so you know, look at you would never be an issue for women of color because, you know, clearly all y'all do is have babies. Um, and I think amongst ourselves, we don't talk about it because, um, because I think we don't talk about anything. Yeah, we don't we don't talk about Not anything yet, that's, you know, emotionally you know, really complicated or hard to talk about. Um, And I think that, you know, there also is probably um, a financial aspect. Those who can afford it, you know, who who can go and seek fertility treatments. I think that, you know, people may or may not want to share with other family members what they're spending their money on. Um, I think that also a lot of people don't understand how fertility works. I mean, we can't talk about, you know, kind of basic sex sometimes in, you Mm. know, communities of color. And so if we can't talk about basic sex, you know, then we can't talk about really complicated reproductive issues. Um, And I think that one of the other things that we don't really want to talk about um, and even now in this conversation, we spend a lot of time talking about female infertility, but we don't never talk about the fact that some of y'all got lazy sperm, no sperm, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like retarded sperm, my fault, my fault, malformed sperm, whatever you want to call them. They slow, they lazy, they deform, you know what I'm saying? Like there's none at all. Like, you know, a lot, of, there's not enough of them to, you know what I'm saying, compete, you know, for anything a whole bunch of shit goes on with male fertility that we just don't talk about. And so uh, we don't have to, because I think, well, because it's, the assumption is uh, right. Right. Cause patriarchy assumes that the assumption is effective woman, right. Yeah, you know, it's, gotta be you. it's a lot of defective men out there. And I think that the other thing that we don't talk about is the fact that like, um, you know, I don't know if they would be told something different, but, you know, way back in the day, my Aunt Lillian, who died, you know, probably like 15 years ago at 100, um, you know, her and her husband never had any children. And the doctor told them, y'all are both healthy. You know what I'm saying? If you picked other people, you probably would have babies. You know what I'm saying? But they picked each other. You know what I'm saying? And so there were no babies. And so I think another thing that we don't talk about is the fact that there's a lot of just healthy but not fertile with each other couples out there as well. Mm. So I I do think I agree with you on the fact 
I, I agree with you on all those facts, but definitely when there's this conversation of like, you know, there's no conception. Okay, woman, what's wrong with you? That's always the first line of defense, the mm-hmm. first um, line of attack. It's never like, oh, well, you know, is everybody okay? Walk yeah. around with this phone in your pocket, killed all your sperm. Mm. No, no, no. Heating them nuts up. Heating them up, getting them hot. Toasty yeah. sperm don't we're swim. Wearing, wearing them dunthanons instead of letting you free, free ball it. Radiating them? Yes. You're killing them. Um, but another thing is... It's a very sensitive like, ecosystem, the testicles. It is. So I feel a like another that goes thing in. that happens, though, is, you know, a lot of times in the black community, we want to kind of put it on like, oh, well, in God's time, God mm. will set ha- let happen what will happen. And, you know, it just wasn't meant to be and whatever kind of like religious bullshit rhetoric that then like keeps you from like following up and see even just seeing if some of these treatments are covered by your insurance, because sometimes it is Mm -hmm. not like a surrogate or any shit like that, but like IVF and, you know, just even exploring and seeing beyond that and what happens is just... And the the idea that people are being, like, totally rude to them. And, you know, I mean, also there's, like, this idea of, like, you know, strong black woman. You're supposed to be able to, like, breed. You're Mm -hmm. not. You're broken pussy. There's something wrong with you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Dude, I feel like I, I don't exactly know how to to couch the question or to like get into the conversation because I don't have any personal like uh uh anecdotal experience with it. But I was I was kind of curious as to the the tone or the mood in the household where a dude finds out that he he's he can't have kids, but she can. And what type of like what type of what's that lead to? And it's not just a black household, just in general. Just like how how does that does that change the dynamic of the household? And if so, how? You know what I'm saying? So I just I just feel like that's that's that was just a thought that I had. I'm I was thinking out loud. Go ahead. I'm sure for a lot of households it does. Um but I'm also sure that there are probably a number of men who are like, okay, well, what are the options going forward? And you know, they are willing to do whatever, you know, their wife wants to do, because I think that that is, you know, one of those conversations where, you know, the, 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 the question then becomes, we don't, you know, we don't need a surrogate. We need a donor, you know what I'm saying? And, 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 you know, is your wife willing to adopt or does she really want to, you know, give birth to her own children? Mm-hmm. You know, I think that those are probably, really serious questions and um you know it it's really easy to take all of your genetic material and put it into you know a surrogate um or a gestational carrier but it is a lot harder i think to probably talk about the conversation of male sterility um because ultimately you know Female infertility can be, you know, very complex and complicated because there could be a whole bunch of different things going on. So, you know, there's a lot of women who maybe can't carry a pregnancy to term, but they got perfectly healthy eggs. So, you know, 
everybody is going to get what they want out of that baby. But, you know, usually male infertility ends up being that, you know, a woman may get a baby and a man may get a child, but that may not be his material um, that went into making it. And so I think that that really is complex. And I think that it is so complicated and complex. And because patriarchy, we don't even see that conversation in white circles. Not really. Hmm. Every now and then it's a plot point in like a TV show or a movie or something like that. But, you know, um, I feel like it's usually resolved in some sort of way. I can't think of any movie or thing in particular. <laughs> Please don't <laughs> ask me for receipts. But like, I feel like whenever I see that happen, there's usually some kind of miracle that happens. And all of a sudden they have a baby and like issue solved. Um, uh, or, I, I saw a movie. Or, 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 or they decide to adopt and we don't ever have the question of, you know, like a woman, you know, saying, well, I just because you don't have any fertility doesn't mean I want to sacrifice mine. Yeah. Hmm. So. So before we wrap up, um, just one thing this week in trash ass people. Let's <laughs> <laughs> Michelle Williams of Destiny's Child, um, her fiance, Chad, is it Chad Johnson? I think he has Ocho the same Cinco? name. As Ocho. He is not Ocho. Oh, okay, like, you gotta be careful when you're like, like Ocho no. Cinco, you a doctor the news? He has the same name as Ocho Cinco. His name is Chad Johnson, but he's white. Okay. Um, and I guess somebody for some reason decided to give them a, a show talking about, you know, them leading up to the altar, which now he's like, ah. I know I asked you to marry me, but I'm not 100% sure. I'm like quite ready for that kind of commitment. Um, but <laughs> she wanted to have a con. She made the comment to him about, like, you know, you don't understand. Um, you can't communicate that way because you're not black and it's like different. To which he responded, Did you take your medication today? I'm, so it's been documented. Called, she out here being called bad wenches. And you talk about some A, you're not sure if you want to commit. I done publicly announced this shit. One. Two. But more importantly, you talk, you pretended like you was. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Um, one. Two, no, you can't talk like that. And and talk like what? What did he say? She said you might not understand the way I communicate because I'm I'm black or something along those lines mm -hmm. to which he responded. Have you taken your medication today? Mm -hmm. Michelle Williams has a documented history of yes. depression yes. Mm -hmm. um, for which she was hospitalized. I want to say earlier this year. And so if the man that you have agreed to marry and who has agreed to marry you um, in whatever manner. time frame, He's deflecting it's just manner. like the same bullshit when, you know, somebody's like, Oh, you're in a bad mood. Are you on your period? Or is it time for your period? No, you a fuck nigga. Maybe you just did some dumb shit and it angered me. If so to like said, when she looked in the mirror, she felt like she was purple with yellow polka dots and green stripes. He could legit ask her, Michelle, I don't want to offend you with this, but have you taken your medication today? No, but and he admitted don't get to ask me that when I'm saying something to you about communication styles, because that is not a psychiatric symptom. And he's, he very clearly said, like, you know, it was a thing I said out of anger. Yeah, well, I mean, so when that's not you a good sign. Petty? 
when you get angry with me, you're going to throw my mental illness, my mental health issues. Let me rephrase that up in my face. Uh, So the other thing I was, I want to say is like, this seems like kind of late in the, in the day that be having that type of conversation. Like, I feel like that's the kind of conversation you have on the outset. You need to get a sense of real early. Uh, well, she How long said they've been dating? Don't talk, you know? she said they don't talk about race a lot. But that's which, not good, apparently. Maybe they're spending all their time talking about they're not fucking because they're not fucking. And so then they're not having these deeper conversations about like Oh, they ain't ready. Race and they ain't ready. Because she's also wait. like she's also religious. Like wait. religious. He's a, so. he's a pastor. Oh. They so they have ready. both decided that, you know, they yeah, are they going ready. to abstain from sex. Which I just automatically think is a horrible fucking idea. Like I need to try no to get these on before, um, yeah, before I buy them. Like what? Um, yeah, I mean, there's just look, things I see as red flags. Things that make me think that he's a trash ass person. Because also, like when you think about the idea of marriage, whatever kind of you know relationship or ceremony or whatever that you have, the idea is that your partner is going to support you and you know, those traditional vows of better or for worse. And sometimes shit, everybody needs therapy. Everybody's got something wrong with them. Everybody. (laughs) And to just say like, oh, I'm angry. So I'm just going to ask you if you took your medication today. It's not very godlike, Pastor. (laughs) It's beyond problematic. It's abusive. And like my concern. Hey, hey, Chrissy, the, Chrissy, um, you have an ill echo. I know. I don't know what that's about. I want everybody to be happy, and you know, if they end up being together because you know they can make it happy and healthy with each other, then great. But like, I mean, you know, if you haven't had a conversation with him or real conversations, y'all don't have real conversations about race. How do you plan on raising little black children together? Oh, they won't hmm. be black children. Because the one thing, well, they, well, there'll be little mixed children who present to the world as black. So the question is, how are you going to raise Will little be. black children together? And you know what I'm saying? Nine times out of ten, yes. Um, so <laughs> how are you going to raise little black children together, you know what I'm saying, and protect them from their daddy's, you know what I'm saying, inherent anti-blackness? Uh-huh. Uh, you know, he'll be I'm able also, to say that, you know, I don't, I'm not racist. My children are black. I'm also 90% sure I read somewhere that he voted for Trump, so... There's that. I mean, so, so this 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 is also partially she's making these decisions too. Like she's she got with a white dude that voted for Trump and is super religious. I'm just saying, like, what are we what are we talking about here? We're talking about even if you decide that you're okay with marrying a white man who voted for Trump, you should still expect that motherfucker not to throw you. Oh, I don't disagree with that at all. I'm just saying, but maybe you should just not deal with that dude. Is all I'm saying. Maybe you should. Oh just... no, she definitely shouldn't. That's why I said <laughs> trash ass people. She definitely she should trash ass decisions for a trash ass person. That's all I'm saying. But yeah, I, I feel you. He's a trash dude. I'm not gonna, not gonna, I'm not defending him at all. I get it. I want her to have this reality TV show, not so that she can embarrass herself, but so that she can actually see this shit play back on tape and a whole bunch of people can get together and be like, girl, we support you. Who you want to come stay with first? Because like, I just feel like maybe seeing this will help her step outside of herself to see how fucked up this is. Because imagine this. If this is what he's saying to her while cameras are rolling, what the fuck do you think he says when they are alone? 
Well, that's what, that's what I, I was I thinking. That's what I was thinking. I, and I'm pretty sure if he said it, that's probably not the first time he said it. Oh, no. And he yeah, yeah. said more shit when yeah. they're alone. And yeah. I'm, I'm concerned for her based on all of this. And thought it was pro- probably thought it was fine until Twitter was like, sir. Now, another <laughs> thing I would like to point out is typically when someone is dating, if they're like to the point where they're engaged, air quotes, because I don't know what he's talking about now. Um, but typically, if folks are engaged, moving towards marriage, a lot of times that period is not always, but often the 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 about the best you're gonna get out of that person because a lot of people decide to just stop fucking working after they get married they're like okay i put in my work and it's just gonna be whatever it's gonna be after that so if this is his best face now uh. see i would have to fuck him i would have to be fucking him on the regular because i need to know are you gonna say some really fucked up racial shit you know what i'm saying mid stroke you know what i'm saying because that is not the shit that i'm finding out after i have you know what i'm saying you're assuming he has a mid stroke (laughs) on that note all up at me talking about nigger bitch no the fuck he won't no That's, that's there's so many notes like stop it that's, that's why you have to have sex beforehand because she probably don't know and he probably does well what I know <laughs> is Lee is trying to wrap this up <laughs> so I felt the discomfort coming I just felt like it was about to get real oh my goodness. exhibitional out here I'm just saying so thank you all for joining us uh, this week. I feel like we kind of, as usual, are all over the place. I think hey, we man. covered all the bases. There's a lot of happening in this country, man. We got to talk about it. I apologize for my ignorance. I don't watch the news for self-care. Um, I don't either. I kind of browse through. Generally, if it's not on The Atlantic, The Root, or Jezebel, or sometimes The Washington Post, I don't know what's going on. Oh, I know what we're supposed to discuss. I'm sorry. We do have one one thing. That we so can... you're going to edit this out? Yeah, we can. No, we, we, we can. <laughs> it's, it's up we to you. We need to take a break because we... me and Takiya can entertain each other. No, 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 no. No, it's one thing I okay. want to discuss. Okay. Well, well, that's what I was saying. No, no, no. No, okay. I want to. Like, so, uh, nigger fishing. What? So, yes. <laughs> this girl created an account to out all the people, um, all the I white like the people. Term. I don't like the term. I don't like the term. I'm not going not gonna to do that. Um, to out white people on Twitter and Instagram who are basically in like tasteful, quote unquote, blackface. They've made themselves into black women. Black, black, blackface thoughts is what some people are calling them. Yes. Um, and they look like the typical, you know, Instagram, I date a basketball player or a rapper or rice and tiller um, kind of person. And so she has taken to outing them and posting side by sides of them in their um, blackface and in their God given face, which is not black. Yeah, some of them is a far cry. Ooh, child, ain't it? I ain't gonna, I, 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 w- I will say, 
Like, if I had happened to come across, I'm not really on IG like that, as y'all know by the handle of Blash Black Radio. I apologize. I'm, I try to do better. Uh, I'm not really on IG like that, like that. But I will say, just looking at a couple of the pictures, if I wasn't paying attention, I would have been fooled by a couple. Just because, of, well, I have vision problems too, so that's not really saying much. But there are a couple that might that might I might have gotten got by. But that that not being said, that shit is whack as fuck. I don't want to sound like I'm condoning because that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying like your motherfuckers is putting a lot of work to lie and pretend yes. like you're not lying, which is really whack. And then on top of that, the term who I don't know who made the term, but that shit bothers me. So, so it's supposed to is a black woman or somebody decided to go and look for Becky with the blonde hair trying to get the Kardashian on on Instagram. And we call it nigger fishing. I, that's so problematic. So it's like, um, um obviously, um, but just in case someone is not listening in this country and doesn't quite get the reference, um, there has long been an idea, um, this thing that goes on in America called catfishing. I'm pretty sure it goes on in other places, mm-hmm. but this is just what it's called because Neve Shulman did a movie and now has a TV show about it. It's called catfishing where you like connect with somebody, but you're using somebody else's picture, somebody else's information sometimes. Like and, right. Yeah. And so, um, because people are forging these friendships and relationships on the internet. And so it's just like, oh, well, I can be whoever the fuck I want to be. And so I want to be this person. And so this, I, again, I don't know either if a black person or a white person started this the nigger term? fishing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't know. But every time I hear it, it's like, yo, it, it's, it's doubly negative. The term. I, I feel like it's, 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 it's used it's against us, huh? I feel like it's a white person. It is, it is, and on top of that, is well, I think that because I don't know, I don't understand who black would do that. You know what I'm saying, but on top of that, it's like okay, but at the same time, like technically, aren't we the ones being victimized by the act? So then, why are we being victimized by the terminology as well? All right. So that also is 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 bothersome to me. So it's not just the act in and of itself, but it's just like. Yeah, and then like the the level of just out so, out appropriation is is it's alarming. It's alarming. So the, the girls that she that are being outed, they I'm guessing they're like some of them are maybe super pale, and then oh, they got I'm, like, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna send you a link to your Gmail right now, case they've got like deep spray tans. I, like I just I, I don't I, know. I need you to see it. Um, I'm, I'm I'm gonna forward her a link right now cause, yeah, and, I, I, because because I, I don't know it. how to this. I don't know how to, I, I don't know There's what this is. There's no way is. to describe this shit. Right, but also <laughs> another thing that happens a lot on Instagram is so many people are racially ambiguous. So are you black? Are you Latina? Are you Something else? Are you like a mixture of things? Are you white and spray tan down and now you think you're black? I don't know. I mean, some of them are really are done quite tastefully, as tastefully as blackface can be. But you look at it and you wouldn't look at this person and say like, oh, this is a white woman. Not it's at just, all. Nope. You There's just look one at in, it. This one in this article I saw, just like I, I, I didn't even, all, all I could see it was just ass. That, that's all I saw and it's just like I didn't even like it was just like oh like like why it's not even necessary it's just I, I mean one of them she has like braids yeah yeah talk, probably talking about the same one I was just like yeah yeah, yeah. it's like, like I are you sh- is this I'm 
What? I'm so confused. Yeah. I just sent it to you, K-Savage, just so you uh. <laughs> Yeah. So like one of one of them stands out. It's like you just look you just look a mess. Um but they're the ones at the the bottom cuz I'm not getting all as I'm looking through it now the, some of the ones are not loading and I don't know if it's because um they've been taken down or mm-hmm. Oh my god. So how would you describe that? If you saw that person, would you think like she's nah, actually I would just thought she was like mixed or something like that, or you know, maybe don't say mixed. What did we say? I don't know. I would think she was interracial, biracial, biracial. or multiracial. Multiracial, or... yeah. I'm sorry, I was I was raised in the '80s. <laughs> <laughs> Our terminologies hadn't come along to PC yet. Shit was different in the '80s. It was. You had an earring pierced in your in your right ear and meant one thing, and it was in your left ear and it meant another because it was the '80s. There were no, un- no un- undocumented immigrants. It was those illegal aliens. Somebody put that on. I saw that on somebody's Facebook the other day, and I was like, "Oh my god, why?" Now, I how I live in the eighties? One, one no sign. I live in the eighties. Radon gas. Look it up. That's what it is. It's blasphemy. So, and and I think it's important that you, you saw it because. Raised, and now let me tell you why it's blasphemy. Because you can't be raised on white Jesus. And be doing this. But I want, I think it's important that you see it because when you think of like blackface, you think of like atrocious shit. Mm -hmm. And let's be clear, this is atrocious, but it's atrocious on a different level. It's not just like, oh, let me go find like extra dark dark foundation and cover it. No, this is like, okay, I'm going to take the time to do this. I'm going to do proper highlighting and makeup and. Like complete body, contact lenses, complete body makeup, and like the the gloss mm-hmm. highlights and all that stuff. Not, but, it, it, but what is this? What is what is also suggest though about? The, yeah. So what does this also suggest about the 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 their concept of what beauty is though? Because if you look at the side by sides, as Takia was alluding to before, or T Rich, apologize, as T Rich was alluding to before. Uh, they're they're very stark comparisons often. Like sometimes you can see the like the side by side. Okay, like okay, the eyes. I can see the eyes. Okay, I can kind of see the nose, but then it kind of stops there. You know what I mean? Sometimes you can't even get that far. Like yeah, this is, this don't look like the same person. It's almost like I don't know if you saw like a like a few years ago, huh? Like I don't get it together. Take your time. <laughs> We've had a little while to sit with this. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I learned about really, this last week. This this was supposed to make it on yeah. last week's show. I just did. I just forgot. Are they cosplaying? Nah. Are they no. about their everyday lives like this? Probably not. But I mean, IG for some people that is how they they how they eat though. So it, it, I mean, I don't know what level like all these IG models are on. Some of them might just take pictures like this or whatever, but some of them like, you know, there's time that goes into some of these pictures, like to get mm-hmm. from like where this one person is to like mm-hmm. get to that picture on IG. There was some time that went into that's that. Some, that. That's time consuming. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's not even just like regular that's hour angles. You're not, you're that's, not, that picture, you didn't just take that picture on off chance. Like, oh yeah, I'm just take this picture right quick. Nah. You, nah, I got my toes. You, you got somebody taking that picture of you. 
And it's like, you know, there's an angle. So, like, we're going to have, like, we're going to pull the like, drawers just so. So, like, you know, like, we get the extra poppage on them. There's a lot going into it. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate the dedication. But at the end of the day, it's still like, nah, B. <laughs> I'm not. I feel like I need to jump on Twitter. I feel like I need to follow Vince Staples because I. Oh, he actually commented on it. He has kicked off the. Well, he said, yeah, I'm yeah. searching nigga fishing. White people, let's start a dialogue. And I need white people to have started a dialogue with him because I do not understand this. I feel like, so what you're telling me. What did you say me, before white people let's, say, let's start a dialogue? You, you skipped that part. Me, what you're telling me is that Rachel Dolezal <laughs> was like the first. And like in two years, it's going to be like this transracial movement. Well, they like, put it on Atlanta. Person and like, I can't, I can't, I can't cope with this because the girl with the pink wig. Like, I need y'all to pull up the article. The girl with the pink wig is talking to me, but she actually real white. But like, <laughs> are they getting fucked? Probably. Uh, I mean, I don't know why they be putting on Instagram if they weren't. I'm not, that sounds kind of fucked up, but that's kind of how Instagram works, though. Is this cosplay? Like, it's not. It's 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 a double entendre to nigga fishing because I feel like these bitches are fishing for rich niggas, and I feel like they're the kind of bitches who secretly, in their minds, watch the kind of porn where white bitches say, "Oh, I love nigga dick," and I just I. She is darker than you. I got a God. snort out of me. I'm sorry. And I know that's not right or peace loving, but I want them all vaporized. Not even because I don't understand it, but because they they're going to be the death of us all. No, they won't. Yes, they will. No, they, they won't. They will. They Dude, you like, who you who you, who who you gonna get your style from if we not here? That's all this this all this has ever been about, man. And at the end of the day, man, like where you get your culture from? You get your culture from Chinese folks. You get it from you get it from African folks. You get it from. I cannot unsee this. No, you can't. Oh, that's why I gave it to you. You're welcome. <laughs> no, you can't. All the fuck shit in the world to expose me to this. That bitch is darker than me. Well, we're friends. That's what right. And I'm not the darkest, but like she not even ethnically ambiguous. She just straight. I mean, and you know what? I know we talked. We talked. We talked about the lady from Europe who was who was you know trying to become black. Mm -hmm. This is not that. This this is insidious. Like like you could just think that your neighbor is you know like. A wannabe Nicki Minaj thought, you know what I'm saying? But really, she's a white girl. And what do you do with that? Because, like, it's so many layers that, like, I just want to sit down with her and a therapist and a psychiatrist, like, one for her, one for me, and <laughs> <laughs> have a conversation. Like, what the, f what are you doing out here? I don't, I don't even know where to begin. Just, you know what? All I got for you is emoji lady. Purple shirt emoji lady. Just shrug it. <laughs> I just, you know, that's all I got for you. This, 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 and and the, this emoji. This, I don't even have words. I am an emoji. <laughs> okay, I got finger on the on the chin, trying to figure it out like the thinker, and I got 
hands in the air like, bitch, I don't know. And then I got the eyes looking. I'm all of the eyes looking on all of those emojis because I don't understand it. And I need an explanation. Well, don't know if we're going to get one of those. Not, not today. I need a Vice Land special on this. Wow. Well, these is a mural on Showtime, so I don't know where else you're gonna get that from. But I, I really want to vomit. <laughs> so I'm yeah, really- it's very disturbing. But again, I think that this was Lee saying this, and maybe I thought it in my head. I don't know. I think that's very intentional because this is very time consuming, and it's not like you're just like, oh, let me just throw on some some fucked up Halloween blackface shit. It's like I'm going to emerge into the world or on the Instagrams or wherever as a completely different race, very intentionally. Um, sometimes it's with, you know, braids or... And it's the grams where you're trolling for black dick and I just... Well, that is where black dick trolling happens on the Instagrams. I just... This hurts my heart <laughs> on so many levels. Oh my God, there's like 10 black men right now who got mixed babies who did not know what was happening. Oh, they because... know. No, they didn't because they just fucking these bitches. At, 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 some, at some point, at some point that make them gonna come off. <laughs> that make them come off at some point. Does it come off in the sheets? I mean, a good yeah. spray tan, if you, a good spray tan, if you let it comes set, off. Come it comes off. Well, I also, they're it. making makeup now to be a little more smudge resistant. I just. So unless you're, you know, always fucking on white sheets. Well, I'm just saying, like, what type of fucking are you doing when you're not getting no sweat in? I don't know. Maybe you're fucking in the dark, and then you no, send that nigga on his way. But an actual spray tan, if you let it that sit. That shit, that shit comes off. It, no, not if you let it set. Not immediately. If you let it set, it'll wash off. It'll wear off, but it won't wear off, like, on your clothes. Them girls go out in white because, you know what I'm saying, it, it makes their tan look so crisp. So I, I I feel like we've done enough to Christy that we can we can formally wrap now. You you damaged her. <laughs> Unfortunately, y'all cannot see the the level of festivity. I'm of, so, of I, I think what we have to do moving forward is to forward these kinds of things to Christy ahead of time. I think the reaction <laughs> was actually better though. Like to like to actually like if. if, if they, if we actually warned her ahead of time, I don't know. She might have been shut down for the whole show. Like, we can't talk about <laughs> nothing else. All the other stuff we talked about, we couldn't even get to because... The girl with the pink wig, though. I'm yeah. just like... The girl with the braids? Mm-hmm. I just... I, why did y'all do this to me? Sharing got, is caring, my friend. Now I got to follow the account. I mean... I'm sorry. This is like... But not really. <laughs> it's like, I don't know. Like I literally want to vomit, and I'm afraid that if I actually let the vomit really come up and come out, that I might not stop vomiting. I just no, I'm I'm so serious. I just I'm so sick right now. Like this is fraud. That's exactly mm-hmm. what it is. Yes. You can you can patent soybeans. <laughs> you can patent soybeans, but know what? 
That melanin, this, though. This is fraud and abuse. And, like, it's not even, it's not the same as passing for white. Like, passing for white means that there is enough miscegenation, which, I mean, you know, let's be real. Using words. It's, 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 it's enough white rape, you know what I'm saying, by men that have, you know, diluted your African blood enough so that, you know what I'm saying, you can pass into society for white. But, like, passing on your own merits into society as white or being honestly ethnically ambiguous no matter what your ancestry is is not the same as this this is like it's worse than blackface it's worse than blackface so have you seen blind spotting because it means that people will live like this Next week for a talk period of time, and then they'll just decide to go back to whiteness, and that is worse than your Halloween costume. You know what? I've actually, and and I think we can end on this note on a real on a real note. So I've actually, you know, from the time I was in high school, I've seen articles. Well, no, let me rephrase that. I've read articles and <coughs> seen studies where, bless you, uh, seen studies where. There are people who are curious to see what it is like to actually be black who are white and they'll do stuff like they'll take some type of medication combination with some type of some type of thing that they can apply to their skin that'll darken their skin. And then they'll go on a trip and just go someplace in the South or whatever. And then halfway through their little experiment, decide it's too hard to be black and they go back to where they came from. I've seen a couple of different stories like this. And that's the kind of like the the smack in the face that this is. At the end of the day, you doing this shit because you think it's cute. And yeah, black is beautiful. We've been saying that for years. Y'all know it. That's why y'all want to fuck us all the time. But that's not the point. The point is at the end of the day, y'all doing this shit because you think it's cute and it's, it's a whim. But this is some shit we got to wear for our lives, yo. And, uh, and in every turn, you try to make it look like, you know what I'm saying, this is not the thing to be and try to make us feel bad and dirty and all these other things for being what we naturally are. It's beautiful and wonderful and awesome and you know what I'm saying and then y'all try to appropriate the fuck out of everything we do and at the end of the day you try to make what we do bad at the same time that shit is like that, that, that's why this shit is frustrating for me so. you cannot paint on my color somebody, and somebody not have to live my life or carry my oppression oh it's, it's well I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure Rev, Revlon and Maybelline are coming up with fucking ad campaigns over this shit I hope they get stuck like that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure some of them would not be mad. There'd be less work for them I to have to do. <laughs> Real talk. Some of them might not be mad at that. I hope they get stuck like that. Good. I mean, Kylie Jenner did the same thing. She basically, like, on a smaller scale, she changed her race from super white, thin-lipped to, like, full All of the Kardashians. Right, but plump their lips up and then fatten the booties and reshape cheekbones and three older ones look a little more quote unquote exotic. Uh Uh, The last two are just white. Um, but you know they went through and they made these changes and now it's like, oh yeah, I could be white, I could be biracial or multiracial, I could be any number of things, and so then it's like, oh. I need to be a Kardashian because that's what a lot of shit on IG, everybody on IG looks the same. 
Man, I, I just think that like certain things, you know, I think black is kind of one of those things that people quietly want to do and quietly want to be, quietly want to emulate. But at the same time, it's 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 outwardly dirty, and although they pretend like they don't see color, they know that shit. So when somebody like J Lo comes along and has a certified fatty or whatever, it's like, oh, I have a J Lo booty. No, you don't. But you know, that's what you like to say because you don't want to say you have a black girl booty. You don't want to say that shit. So that ain't true either. But you don't want to say that shit. You know what I'm saying? So now the Kardashians have made this shit appropriation to a certain degree, palatable, and they can do it and they have makeup lines to support it, and people buy that shit. You know what I'm saying? It's just steps. You know what I'm saying? And, and so now to- you can say I got a Kardashian ass and you don't even have to be associated with Latinas. I never even, yeah. Do people say that? I don't, is that, is that a thing? I'm not being funny. I'm. Yeah, that's why uh, that girl, Kylie, that's why she made all that money off of like lip gloss and shit. Because people are like, oh, if I use this lip gloss, I'm going to have lips like Kylie Jenner. Like, no, babe, you have to have surgery for that. But it's just all of this like, oh, okay, well. I, 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 th- I was talking about the Kardashian ass thing. Is that that's like all I was about to get okay. to. Like, I now it's like, okay, um, yeah, I can say like I have this Kardashian ass because that's what's thrust into the spotlight more because... You know, bl- black women been walking around with asses for years, and it's not necessarily a thing. It wasn't necessarily a thing that you had to make like a big thing. It was just, you know, it was there. That's what it was. Mm. But then you get all these women that look like ants, and all of a sudden, it's like, yeah, this is the thing. I'm just saying, you know, I'd need to drink some skinny tea and put on some Kylie lip gloss, and you know, go see Doctor Miami and tell him I want a Kardashian ass. I'm just saying, like, you know. Pam Greer told y'all what the deal was back in the day. Y'all yeah, weren't trying to listen. Black girl magic cannot be sprayed on. I just... Can it, though? No, it can't. Oh, my God. Well, And, and that's that... the other... Well, you know what? I'm sorry. We can, we can go, go on for a long time. I, I was just going <laughs> to say, like, you know, and on top of that, it's just like... The dope thing that makes, you know, and I'm, this is, I'm being a guy saying this, but, you know, one of the things that I appreciate about women, particularly black women, is y'all can be beautiful in your own way when y'all not trying to be beautiful at all. Y'all just doing whatever it is that y'all do in y'all, you know and I'm saying? So just being around the house in a pair of sweatpants, just chilling, relaxed or whatever, and you do something, you know what I'm saying, just some unconscious movement that is awesome and that is beautiful whatever you don't have to like you know you can't put on for that you know what i'm saying and just like you know you putting on all this work to get in this ig pictures at the same time i know a lot of beautiful women who put on like you know that work attire or whatever and they go to work and keep it classy and they keep it moving and you know and they, they they you know they put them degrees to work and all that shit and all that shit is awesome too and you can't fucking ig a fucking doctorate yo well, look, if you know people are trying to slide into a few DMs or whatever rapper du jour, basketball player of the week, because um, they're trying to cash in, in their own paychecks and secure their bags the own, their own way, like these sweatpants are nice and comfortable, but they're not paying the bills. And I don't have a degree, so I this is my job. So, I mean, there's... And, and men have made a lane for it. I just don't want people to think that that's all there is to to what makes y'all dope. That that's all I'm saying. It's not just like 
you know, a, a, a well-angled IG shot. It's not. It's more than that. You know what I'm saying? So that's 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 all I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? It takes a little, I guess, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I've been accused of being a more, you know, analytical type person, whatever, so, but whatever. It's each his own. True, but in this day of technology, I'm still processing this. I see you sitting over there. She's like she's having a full moment. Like she needs to go talk to somebody on somebody's like you know has like a a therapy joint right here. I need to talk to one of these hoes. You know what? You know what? Like the internet works in such a way that you can ask questions. (laughs) No, this is a face to face conversation. I don't know if that's gonna happen, but you know. Um, maybe you could tell her you know you part of you part of the media. You, you, you want I mean, to tell her story. You know, I ain't even being funny. I I want to inspect her ass. Like I want to touch. I want to smudge. I, I want to see the hair. Like I have to. I, I need to experience this in person. I want to know what's going through their little minds. Are their minds working? I just. I want to know what's on the playlist. I literally, I, I legit just added forty more minutes to this damn conversation. I was like, I want to grandma knows. Like, like I, I need, I need a fucking explanation. I want to talk to their mamas. I want to know how their daddies feel about this. Like, I just, and just to counterbalance some of uh, that bullshit, CQ's Woman of the Year. Like Serena's actually been slimming, slimming though, over like over time. I feel like she's actually been slimming down, or is that just what happens when you're a cow? Um, also, this is a magazine cover, so we don't know what the that is. Also, very fair. I'm sorry. (laughs) No, I was I was looking at because I was I was I was looking at like you know the last time she played tennis or whatever. Mm-hmm. Her face, like she had lost like weight, and it's like I don't know. She's just like it like, takes a lot of calories to be a human cow. <laughs> Got it. And well, you said it the first time. I said that's very insulting. Now I get it the second time. It's like okay, <laughs> yeah, like, I, I didn't catch it the first time. I'm like, wow, that's mean. <laughs> when you make the milk that feeds the baby, and you, when you see how fat those babies that be make that be fed the milk that the the mommies make, yeah, no, it takes a lot of calories to do that. I, I only think only thing that would make that better if you said that in like a Bill Cosby voice. When you're you make the milk that feeds the babies, huh? Right, but that's also why she couldn't continue to breastfeed when she was training right. for. Um, I can't remember if I think it was the French Open because. You need all these extra calories so that you can feed the baby, which is not really conducive when you're trying to like slim down so that you can run around on a court for an hour or two hours, you know, every day, every other day for two weeks. It's just two weeks. It's not like you like, you know. Right. And they only I'm play two funny. weeks out of a year. I'm being funny. I'm being so funny. <laughs> like know, the amount of running that they like, yo, like I like tennis. And even if she stopped breastfeeding, it may not have been enough to it may not have been long enough to completely dry out her milk. Um, and so she could still theoretically be breastfeeding. So I mean, like, you know, even if she stopped, it doesn't mean that she could not have 
resumed. But I mean, it takes a lot of calories, which is why they recommend for women who are really concerned about pregnancy weight, if you can breastfeed to breastfeed, because the reality is this: being pregnant is eating with a parasite. On a loudspeaker, what is going on? No, but be, <laughs> being pregnant is eating with a parasite. Breastfeeding is actually eating for two. All right, so I think we should definitely wrap this up. Is that better? <laughs> yeah, that's much better. All right, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, cis and binary. <laughs> Thank oh, you all. Man. If I catch you nigga fishing in person, we gonna have a conversation. Read what Vince Staples said, yo. I've been asked you to do that. I'm, for- I'm, I want to anthropologist. No, no, I'm an anthropologist. I want to. I want to talk to these motherfuckers like I am Noam Chomsky, and they are, you know, what I'm saying, some hidden tribe somewhere. Like because as far as I'm concerned, they are some hidden tribe somewhere. Like I just the urban jungle, man. Whew. Okay. So, thank you all for joining us uh, for another spirited uh, romp. I don't know. Yeah, disturbing for Christy. Uh, (laughs) Discussion, conversation, exploration of random shit from the media um, and real life as we are living it in America in 2018. Uh, So, yeah. I was in date that shit, yeah. And they all need to lose their Forever 21 jobs. Or Sephora. They probably work at Sephora. That's why they get all that shit on. That's why they get this shit. Because it's like, I work at Sephora or Ulta or Mac. But probably not Mac, though. Probably like Ulta or Sephora. Equisha in her natural environment. <laughs> Come back next week. Make sure you share us with friends. We are logging off for today. So, saying ta-ta for now. T-Rich. Lee Benz the third, a.k.a. Da Vinci Parks. K-Savage. Masturbate. Have orgasms. Share orgasms. Take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. Always carry makeup wipes with you in case you run into one of these people on the street. Just give them a quick little smudge. So problems. (laughs) Hands thrown. Wow. Stay blessed. Stay warped. (laughs) You try. You try to get people into fights, boy. That's 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 the next. uh, That's the next. while, While black.